we want to um, do something a little bit different that we uh, felt impressed to uh, do over, um, I don't know, maybe four or five months ago. I, I know I've mentioned it to you a couple of times, but it was, I believe, a Sunday morning service when there was just a presence of God that was here that was lingering, and there was a, um, I don't know if you've experienced that before, where you just felt uh, just a, a comfort and a, a glow, a, a peace, and, you know, it was just being in the presence of God. And um, I had uh, gone down the stairs here um, after it seemed like the altar service was sort of coming to a close and was going to uh, go back to the Welcome Center and greet our visitors. When I physically felt uh, a hand on my shoulder, I turned around, I thought it was my, my father, and I turned around uh, to, to acknowledge him, thought maybe he was uh, need my help or was um, there to uh, say something to me. And so I turned, but there was no one around me. And so I, I kind of was puzzled for a moment, and I felt the Lord uh, speak to my spirit and just say, don't go don't go and uh, so um, I I was already at the bottom step right over here whenever um, I felt that so I went and sat in the in the first uh, row right there uh, by my wife and I I waited for not y'all it's just where my wife usually sits over there I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't mean to make that awkward but usually my wife is sitting over there if she's not playing the organ but I went over there to uh, sit down next to her and, and just felt the presence of God and just felt like there was this, um, just the leading of the Holy Ghost to say, my people have forgotten how to linger in my presence. And so I stayed there for the rest of that morning, didn't go to the uh, Welcome Center afterwards and, and uh, sort of just lingered uh, in the presence of God. and. And then started noticing some things um, as, as I started noticing the people that would receive the Holy Ghost in the weeks after that were people that just sort of stayed around the altar after everybody else left. There's a lot of things that happen here after everybody goes home. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe that, but you ever notice the deaf ministry stays around a little longer than everybody else? And they, they have everybody getting the Holy Ghost in the deaf ministry because they just linger in the presence of God. And, and so I felt like that the Lord was uh, just sort of in encouraging uh, me to uh, create an atmosphere where we could just linger in the presence of God. So uh, what we wanted to do on the maybe the first Sunday of each month, maybe the second Sunday, we'll see how it works with scheduling. But at least once a month, we want to have on a Sunday night what we're calling reverse church. And that's where we normally have an hour-long service, and, and we, I mean, sometimes it's a little less, a little more. We try not to just be held strictly to a clock, but normal formatting is a longer service and a shorter altar call, and we wanted to reverse that, and we wanted to have a shorter service and have a longer altar call, and so tonight we're going to start with that, and we're going to ask God uh, to just come and meet here with us, and I want to I'll read a few verses to you, and then we'll, we'll begin to go into that. Um, into that atmosphere of just lingering in the presence of God. And one of the things I want to emphasize about lingering in the presence of God 
is that sometimes it's, it's not always uh, in prayer we, we pray and we speak and we talk. And then when we read the Word of God, the Lord speaks to us. And when I think of lingering in the presence of God, I think of it as being a, a, a time whenever sometimes we're speaking, sometimes we're listening. Uh, sometimes we're worshiping, sometimes we're just basking in His presence. But I don't know, if you really look at the word lingering, I don't know, I, I was thinking about it even over the holidays. You know, have you, have you had an experience like uh, on, on Christmas uh, or Thanksgiving and you, you just, uh, you're with friends, you're in a comfortable environment and you've eaten a meal and you just linger and you don't really worry about time. And you may talk, you may fellowship, you know, you put your feet up, you're just comfortable. And I feel like that's what the Lord wants to do is just spend some time with us. And so we're going to um, go into an altar service here in just a few moments. And we're going to just uh, leave the altar open for an hour. If you, if you can't make it a whole hour, uh, that's understandable. Um, I know, you know, we're just starting this. And it, it, it's, it's part of what my, the title of my message tonight is learning to linger with God. And sometimes it's a, you have to learn how to link. Because everything in our, our world is very fast-paced. And I remember when my grandfather was alive on my dad's side, uh, he had never been west of the Mississippi River. And so I, I put together an Amtrak train trip where my dad and I and my uncle and my grandfather would go all the way around the United States on a train. It seemed like a good idea at the time when I was planning it. And my father and I would get on here in uh, Kissimmee and get on the Amtrak. We'd go to Pensacola, pick up my grandfather and my uncle. We would go out. We had a stop in San Antonio. Then we'd go all the way out to California. Then we'd go all the way up to Seattle. We had a stop there. Then we'd come across the top. We had a stop in Whitefish, Montana. We'd come all the way over to Chicago. And then we'd come all the way down to Chicago, all the way back down to New Orleans. And then we headed back across into Florida. And that was uh, like a two-week train trip. Well, I had never been on a, a, a two-day train trip, much less two weeks. And I got on that train in Kissimmee with my dad, and we started chug-chug-chugging through Orlando and, and uh, got out to wherever it goes, you know, to head to Pensacola. And uh, I realized that I was in trouble because in traveling, my focus is always on the destination. And I had to learn that in this particular trip, the journey is the destination. And so I had to make a mental adjustment in my mind, or I would have absolutely gone stir-crazy, that this is about spending time with your, your father and your grandfather and your uncle. And so we did, and I, I wrote a journal as we uh, took this train trip, and I spent a lot of time just sitting in the observation car with my granddad and him telling me stories of as a boy and things that he did and I'll never forget that trip those memories that I have are amazing and my we videotaped it all and my grandmother told me she said son every day until your grandfather died he would read that journal of that trip and he would watch your video and he said those were the best two weeks of his life and I realized that sometimes you have to make those moments you have to designate that and, and, and a lot of times there's a, a mental uh, adjustment that has to happen for all of us because our world is a fast-paced world. And we have to stop and we have to just say, Lord, I'm just going to linger in your presence. Everything else 
that's pressing uh, for our attention and our time. We're just going to have to wait because we're going to spend some time with the Lord tonight. So that's what our focus is. And uh, I'll try to lead you into that as best you, 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 that I can and, 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 and follow. I don't want to, uh, to be in the microphone the whole time. Uh, the, the music uh, team will be here for some of it. But a lot of it is just learning to linger in his presence. Let me give you a few verses before we start. The word tarry is the word that the King James Version uh, uses to communicate this concept of lingering. And it, it contains it 43 different times. And so many times when we think about lingering, we think about it in terms of tarrying or maybe the more common word is wait. And if you're like me, that's not something that conjures up warm, fuzzy feelings, the word wait. I don't like to wait. You don't like to wait. We don't like to wait in line. We don't want to have to wait, you know, to get our package from Amazon. We don't want to have to wait in a drive-thru. But the Terry is the word that uh, the Bible uses for waiting or lingering, and it has a significant biblical importance. In Exodus, Moses asked the elders to tarry here as we go up on the mountain, and they couldn't even do that. So their impatience produced a golden calf. And if I've ever learned one thing about getting uh, in alignment with God's will, is that if I'm ever outside of God's will, it's because I'm pushing too much for something that God is saying, wait, not yet. We think that when God says not yet, he's saying no. He's not necessarily saying no, he's saying not yet. And so we have to learn to wait. In Judges, when the Lord appeared to Gideon in the form of a theophany, he said he would tarry until Gideon brought a gift as Gideon had requested. This request was based on Gideon wanting a sign that this was indeed from God. Now this, this is an important story, and obviously for lack of time I can't go into all of this, but this showed that an answer can sometimes only come with a commitment to linger. There's some things that you and I have been praying about for a while, and the Lord is saying it's going to come, but it's going to come when you linger in my presence. In Numbers 22, we read that even Balaam knew that if the servants of Balak would tarry until the morning, Balaam would get an answer from the Lord because... He would have time to seek him. And so we see over and over throughout scriptures that some answers can only come with lingering. The Lord was dealing with his own flesh uh, when he needed to submit to the will of the Spirit, the Father, as the Bible describes it. And he was struggling. And he asked his inner circle, Peter, James, and John, to tarry with him and to pray for one hour. Matthew 26, verse 38 is where we pick up that narrative. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little farther, and fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What? Could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now we have another revelation about lingering in his presence. That it is a preventative to keep us from falling into sin. A lot of things that we do on a daily basis feeds the flesh. But when you linger in the presence of God, it feeds the spirit. 
And if you feed the spirit, you can be victorious over the flesh. I don't know what the prayers of Peter and James and John would have changed uh, in terms of the, the final outcome. Because Jesus obviously was, was on a mission. But it was the lingering in prayer that Jesus needed. He never needed their praise. He never needed their money. He never asked for either. But the one thing he needed was for them to linger and to tarry with him in prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. It's still his desire for his innermost circle to linger with him in prayer. In Matthew 17, Jesus told his disciples that some things only come about by prayer and fasting. These things cannot be microwaved. They have to be tempered with lingering. And then we read as we get into the New Testament, and I'm closing with this, the Holy Ghost would only fall if the disciples obeyed the command to wait. Acts 1.4 And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait, wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Jesus instructed his disciples to linger. God told Moses to stand still. And David said in Psalm 62, My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Oh, my friend, when we wait on him, we are saying that our expectation is in him. That we have no plan B. That we have no other options. So we're just going to linger in his presence. Would you stand to your feet? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I want us to just begin in prayer right now, even before we come to the altar. Would you begin to lift up your hands right now and just create an atmosphere that the Lord can just move in right now? There's not a sound he enjoys more than the prayers of his people. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we hunger and thirst after you, Lord. We are hungry for a move of the Holy Ghost. We commit ourselves tonight, Lord, to linger in your presence. To spend time with you, O oh God. To spend time with you, O oh Lord. We learn, O oh God, to wait upon you. We know, Lord, that if we'll wait upon you, you'll renew our strength. Oh God, we hunger and thirst after you, Lord. We desire you, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, have your way, O oh Lord. We ask that you would speak to hearts and minds tonight in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to put everything else aside and to just focus on you. To begin this year, O oh God, with our focus on you. More than anything, O oh God, we want more of you. We desire more of you, O oh God. We desire more of you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord, bless the Lord.
Aleluia, Jesus. Aleluia, Jesus. Why don't we enter into a time of worship right now? If you want to come down and find a place down here to stand in the altar or you want to walk around the building or you want to pray in your seat, we want to take a little bit of time right now and just worship the Lord before we begin to make our petitions known unto Him. Come on, let's just spend some time glorifying the Lord and lifting up our hands and just worshiping Him. And say, Lord, we love you with all of our heart. We exalt you, Lord, for you are great and greatly to be praised. There is none that is like unto you, O Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus.
Oh, Lord, you've been so good to us. Hallelujah. Come on, would you tell the Lord what a good God he's been? What a good God he has been. Hallelujah. All my life, you've been faithful, Lord. You've been so good. We give you glory and praise tonight, oh, Lord. You're such a good God, Lord. Right now, I feel like the Lord would have us to begin to pray for special needs in particular. We have some people in our church, and I know you have family members, people that you're close to that that definitely need a healing in their body. And I wonder if we could take a few moments tonight and just begin to pray that God would just do a mass healing, begin to heal people's bodies, their emotions, their minds, their spirits. If you know of somebody, you see somebody, you're close enough to them, and you know that they could use a brother or sister to pray for them, feel free to go over and pray for somebody that you're close to and just begin to hold them up in prayer. Let's take a few moments right now and let's just begin to pray that God would just heal our bodies and touch our minds and spirits. I believe if we begin to pray in the Holy Ghost that God would do a mass work right now in the name of Jesus. We believe you for it, Lord. Hallelujah. We call upon your name right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's it, lift up your voice, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're my healer, Lord. You're my healer, Lord. Yes, in the name of Jesus. You're my strength and my song. Yes, in the name of Jesus.
Feel free to linger as long as you want, but I think this has been beautiful as we've been able to just spend over an hour just in his presence, lingering in his presence and letting the Lord speak to us. And in this atmosphere, God can make a lot of things right that we're troubled about. And um, I'm so thankful that you are here to be a part of this. I know as we continue to grow and learning how to linger in his presence that God's going to do great things with this body of believers. I'm so glad that you were here tonight. So you're dismissed, but you are welcome to linger as long as you want and uh, just uh, abide in his presence. God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you Wednesday night. Bishop Myers is out of town, so Wednesday night we'll be with Pastor Myers, not Bishop Myers. God bless you. We love you. The Lord loves you in Jesus' name.